All right. Hey, y'all. It is grab your wallet time. Uh, we've been having fun doing this show. We love you guys for supporting us. Those of you that don't support us, patreon.com is where you go give us the money to get us to these people or beers to these people so we can interview them. And John's got some t-shirts. So that's on stealthisbeer.com slash merch. Check that out. Either way, thanks for playing along. Can't believe we get away with this every week, Monday at five. about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. All right. Hey, y'all. It's five o'clock on Monday and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Oh, hey, pal. Oh, hey, Hal. Oh, hey, Hal. Oh, hey. Oh, oh hey. hey, hey, oh hey, oh hey, Cass, hey. oh hey, Kennedy. Yo, what's up? what's up, gents? How we all doing? Good. How are you? Well, we're all back oh, in I... the same time zone and elevation, so I'm much more comfortable. But the minute I hit Jersey, Hall, you ran for the Poconos estate. I did. I did. Uh, I'm I'm getting ready to open up my uh, European style farmhouse brewery out here. Uh, what are mountains. you going to call it again? I can't remember. City uh, of Lights? The Nile River Brewing Company. Oh, Nile River yeah. Brewing Company. That's, yeah. that's creative. I like it. Yeah, I like it's, it's a uh, good idea. Yeah. I'm 100% None of it behind makes sense. you, buddy. Yeah, I I'm spend... 100% behind you, buddy. I'll help you develop a 5% citra beer you can name after some kind of sea vessel. Um, <laughs> anyway, hi, guys. How's everybody doing? Thieves, you're, thieves at you're home? Fe- you're feisty today. Oh, this you this is going to be good. Did you yeah. not see Carton's releases this week? I've been drinking... High protein, high citra, high percentage beers for seven straight days. And my liver is fighting with me every time I try to move my knee. Um, Pass, how are those trades going? Fantastic. Wait, we didn't let you have any, did we? Uh, Anyway. Not that you know of. Yeah, you you know Cass has all the security codes, right? I mean, Cass just shows up and yeah. That's probably true. You don't remember giving me the key. To be fair, if I needed a key, you're probably who I'd call second. <laughs> um, all right, y'all, let's introduce our accomplices du jour. We have Mike and Travis of, help me out, guys, Drownlands up in Warwick. Did I say it right? Yep. Warwick, Mike. New York. Did I get it all yep. right? Mike Cry, like Cry Freedom, but spelled like some kind of awesome Viking attack ship. Yeah, um, pretty much. It's did a I get Dutch. That all right. It's a Dutch, it's a Dutch name. Dutch. All right. um, yeah, Mike it. here. We are up in the Warwick Valley. And yeah, we're Drownlands Brewery. Nice. Um, God, there's a million ways to go into this, but I'm sure John burned all the boring questions. So I'll jump right to the interesting stuff. But if you guys wow. want the boring questions, wow. Beer <laughs> Edge Radio has had Mike on before. On the Drink um, Your Thinker so you podcast. Guys, yeah. You guys, correct me if I'm wrong on this, because this is one of those things I, as a person, would completely bristle and be like, ha, 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 there's a top 10 breweries list from that paper they give you in hotels. But I think you guys made this list, and The Seed made this list. And for the year we've been locked up in our house with Justin mailing us beers, Two of the breweries that have successfully knocked my fucking socks off blind with super tasty, super interesting, 
non-trend beers are you guys and the seeds. So is there this amazing list out there that knows the secret breweries that only Kennedy's Bodega gets? Talk to me about that to start. I don't actually know who the writers are for that list, but yeah, we were, we were definitely honored. We got recognized by USA Today as the 10 best new brewery of 2020. And actually also Hop Culture Magazine put us as one of the 10 best new breweries. So are they a magazine? That's fantastic. That's Are they a magazine? I'm not really sure. I feel like they're more of like an, a social media presence, but their name is <laughs> Hop Culture Magazine. But you know okay. what I'm saying. As a brewer, as a guy who does this, if somebody said to you, hey, there's a top 10 new breweries list to USA Today, be like, pshaw. But when the two names you're told on it are two of the guys that knocked your socks off, you have to say, maybe I'm approaching this wrong because you guys and Seed, right? Justin, am yeah. I wrong? Of all the beers you sent us, right. Three's, had, uh, Pil- Three's Pilsners, these guys, Alton drinking beers, and Seeds Black Lager were like my three favorite beers of the last year, and two of them are on this list. That's yeah. a good list. That's a good list. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm happy. 20% of a good list. Yeah, yeah. one Well, I don't know the other eight. The other eight could also be awesome. What if they nailed all bit. eight? Yeah. What if they nailed all eight? Anyway, congratulations on yeah, that. Yeah, can you guys and I say that. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. To um, congratulations on that in a big way, and really? mostly because you give them credibility that I don't think I'd have given them. So they owe you, not you owe them. Um, talk to us about that, though. Your alt beer is what knocked our socks off. Is that what's? Is that what got their attention, or are you on there for hazies? Um, yeah. So that's actually one of the things that we kind of pride ourselves on is having a broader portfolio than what you see out there. Uh, we don't necessarily just kind of want to be known for hazies or lagers or just one style. We try to do a variety of styles, um, which kind of plays into the fact that we're very much a destination brewery um, located in like a beautiful park in Warwick. So we try to have, we have 16 different beers on tap and we try to have a good spread. So just kind of, for example, this week we released a three and a half percent table beer and a grisette, which was food or fermented, which um, are beers that we're super passionate about, we're super excited about, and not beers that you see hyped up very often. But last week, we also released a double IPA and a fruited sour IPA. So um, our portfolio is fairly broad. Uh, so we, we prefer to actually be known for, for both and doing both well. Yeah. Is, the, is the idea of, okay, we've built this wonderful destination for people to destination drink and let's face it hazy's get them on the property and then you have a full team of people being like yes but have you considered the much maligned grisette yes like how's yeah. that go it's the bait and switch <laughs> i would say <laughs> keep, keep doing god's work man there's nothing still <laughs> beer wants more is than to convert hazy drinkers to grisette drinkers and if you're doing nice. that work it saves me having to do it yeah, but, it's a little um, bit of both. I mean, we have this gorgeous piece of property and we kind of we, we we get them stuck up here and then we hand them a glass <laughs> of an ESB or an alt beer or a or a Cezanne. So now if I, if I drink as I've been known to do and need to sleep up there, is that an option? Like <laughs> or are you gonna kick me out right after I get all grisette happy? officially <laughs> on the record no it's not an option but <laughs> we have had tents popped up in the candy line room before so just a, uh, yeah smart smart all right good yeah. we've so been known to crash thing, on the couch or a, or on a hammock before so next thing you guys did one of 
my all-time new favorite things, which is you sent us a couple beers. Um, <laughs> so I was drinking one of your fooder beers last night. I'm going to check the label because you sent me eight. I only got to crack one last night. Um, and although at least you got to crack one, uh, uh, UPS uh, cracked all of mine on the way over. Oh boy, no, oh, way. is that right? Yeah, sorry, but you're going to be getting I'll a take... damaged box back, apparently, Mike. Uh, bummer. The one I had was a kind of beer you'd really like, dude. It's the Fooder Saison Slow River. Yeah. Nice low ABV. Little bit of tartness to it. Nice yeasty esters. Fun, easy to drink. Like I said, I wasn't very fair to it. I slammed it in the middle of a bunch of IPAs. But it, it did its job and held a place for me and let me drink a whole beer without adding to what was already too much inebriation. So ideal for me. But what I wanted to talk about is... I really love your design, your art. And this occurs to me every time we get one of these, when we unveil your beers on the show, I'm like, oh, we've seen those before. I like that. So what's the art? What's even your font is cool. How'd the, how'd the art for these cans come together? Because it's well done and it feels farmy, but it feels arty as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, honestly, it's something that we actually just put a lot of effort and care into. So that was, we spent about a year and a half internally kind of writing like our own brand book and really defining who, who we are as a brewery and what we have to offer. Um, and a lot of that is we, we talk a lot about being dirt rich and inspired by the land. So we definitely wanted art and just kind of the verbiage that we use, um, as well as the beers that we brew to reflect that unique agriculture that we have. Um, so we, we just really kind of laid that out in our own internal brand book. And then we engaged a team called Young Jerks who helped um, bring that kind of idea and philosophy to, to visual. <laughs> Um, yeah. and we went back, so yeah, we went back and forth yeah. with them for like a year and a half. We just, we just spent a lot of time on it, to be honest. And that's the fun part, honestly, the, yeah. the creative, I think that's why a lot of us get into beer is to express your creativeness. It's not just about being a manufacturer. It's not, I mean, there's obviously the social aspect of being in the beer industry, which is super fun, but there's a creative piece that we really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so you didn't just walk in and be like, hey, give me a farm version of other half cans. I've got to get a lion outside, <laughs> which is definitely a 7,000 brewery business model. So kudos to you. Um, my next question about your can is it lists a fuck ton of states that'll give you a refund. Are you in all these states? <laughs> no, I thought that we're supposed to do that. And if it, I don't know. I'm, I'm the compliance officer, which is a scary thought. Um, but no, right I was now, like, we... man, these guys blew the fuck up fast. I only <laughs> just heard of them eight months ago and they're in 19 States. <laughs> we, so we primarily sell to New York state. Um, okay. we are bordering New Jersey. Warwick actually borders Jersey and me and Travis actually are both Jersey boys. So we, oh, bless your heart. Yes. So we definitely plan to get beer into Jersey. We're actually in the next couple of weeks, we're sending our first beer into Jersey. Um, and we will send them what we consider regular beer, but for us, we're not a, we're not a very large brew house. We're a 15 barrel brew house. So when I say regular beer, you're talking about like 20 cases or 26 holes per skew. Um, but you know, two to three times a month. So, uh, we're in, in short, we're in New York, New Jersey's a priority for us. We love New York city. We get a lot of traffic from New York city. So 
those are that's kind of like our home base, if you will. Well, let's let's do that thing. We're terrible at steal this beer where we help your business. How do they get from New York City to you? Is there a train? Is uh, GPS. There a train? Go, go to Google. Yeah, just... Type in Drowlands. Yeah, it's mostly just driving. And, and we often hear people say, oh, we just got out of the car from Queens or Brooklyn or, or Manhattan. And, you know, we say, oh, how was the ride? And they say it was beautiful because they're finally out of the out of the cube there. So when uh, they I, don't mind it I, as much as, as we when think. When I do my bike ride um, up over the GWB to Bear Mountain from the city and back, aren't I close enough to you that I could stop off for a beer? Yeah, Bear's not far from us. Okay. So cyclists, Strava guys. guys, make that a make that a what's it called a route for me so that I can divert from my Bear Mountain trip and and grab beers and I I don't I don't think Mike fully understands like what you've just invited him to do. What do you mean? Not and him. I'm, I'm, I'm telling those cyclists that listen to this show to do a thing on a cycling program that guides me to their brewery on a very regular ride. Everybody in New York <laughs> City does. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm excited for Mike to get the full Augie Carton at the brewery. <laughs> in spandex, too. right? Yeah, dude. Oh and no, we just, no, no. Oh, and gentlemen, we just made a new bike kit, so I'm gonna be extra sexy. You are. <laughs> we exciting. made a. Uh, do you know Ostroy? They're a clothing manufacturer in New York City for bike clothing. We were teamed up with them, and they made us Carton Brewing, fucking Italian designer, <laughs> insane bike gear. So I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look real good when I get up there. I'm is look, it, I'm it's look, Italian designer pillsware. It is. Oh, uh, anyway, let's not distract. We should get hey, the glass. So we're one. helping hey, this glass business, one. but we should also talk about what brings us together because I just got there. I was doing no, that. No, yeah. All right. Yeah. So what brings us together on Steal This Beer is a candid conversation of beer. What it is, not what we thought it would be. What we're doing with it, not what we did to get it, and. Uh, where it should fit in your life if you have it in your closet um i'll jump so beer one nice clean super quick little little bit of toffee on the finish um a tack of chocolate and cocoa i'm sorry you know like cocoa powder and chocolate but quick and gone everything did its thing quickly and i mostly Kennedy's got me so like 15th round used to here's a Pilsner from Brooklyn that I'm just confused on why it's not a Pilsner from Brooklyn. And I'm still yeah. trying to establish what it is, but um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a super clean drinker. It does a lot while it's in your mouth. It goes away quickly. It's um, feels like a nice alcohol level. You're five, five and a half kind of richness. I might go lower than that personally. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, there's some, John, I need you to help me identify the, the grain hull huskiness to the flavor profile. That's where I'm getting lost. Like I've so, got. Go. Yeah. It's almost like when you were talking about the, the, you know, the chocolate cocoa, there's something almost about like those cocoa husks. Okay. It, where it still has a little bit of that graininess, um, a little bit of like, you know, like, like cracked husk kind of, you know, flavor to it. Um, yeah. For me, everything else that you said, I, I, I agree with the, the only thing that I'm, I, I'd add to that is there's some sort of herbalness about this, uh, okay. like an herbaceous that at times almost feels like 
green peppermint like like it's like, oh. like, like like an herbal peppermint not when you candy, said it not, when yeah. you said it and i didn't have this before you said it but as you said herbalness i had some in my mouth and i immediately went tarragon but it's interesting i get yeah but there's something and it might just be that that little bit of like that chocolate cocoa note that's coming off of this um that's lending me to think peppermint uh in, in in my brain but like again it's it, it's not like liquid candy or anything like that it's it's more of a I, it's got to be hop derived from whatever they're using but now mike and uh mike and travis do you have this beer yes we're drinking That's it right now fantastic can you visually see it we can all right oh. so don't talk about that practice. right we'll talk about it try not to let it bend your brain but sure. we, we know that's inevitable. We've done our spiel, so you won't screw us up. But yeah, what are you getting off? It? Does what we say make sense? Did it not yeah. make sense? You're like, you fools. That is clearly a. I'll tell you what, Augie. This reminds me a lot of brunch dinner grub. Oh, in that it's got that herbal, savory, drinkable aspect to it. You know, light bodied. Thank you. OABV. Just you'd want to drink it with whatever you're eating um it would yeah, do very side. well with grilled food right this right. would go yeah. really well with anything you know just little black on it yeah thank but you yeah i think mike and i kind of differ on what we think this might be a little bit really so my only thing about comparing it to bdg and i get it is the finish is so not any ales that i know like if it's an ale it's a chico ferment right right yeah it is like clean there, there's there is no ale esters on this at all um what do you what so where where's the disagreement between the two of you <clears throat> i'm getting i mean to your point of it being clean i just i think it's there's got to be some pilsner base malt in there and then um definitely get that chocolate and roast as well so it's borderline drinking like a kind of dark lager to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I but think it's it, definitely a dark lager. I just can't place because there's something because, else in it. Well, because I don't think it is, but I, my problem is how quickly it cleans up. Like, I feel like if it didn't, and this is why I'm locking it as a lager. If it stayed around for like four more seconds, I might be able to put one or two more fingers on the notes. You know what I mean? Be like, okay, that's maybe Vienna. You know what I mean? But right. But every time I'm like, okay, it's giving me chocolate. The minute I'm in the second syllable of chocolate, the beer's finished. And I'm like, wait, I got to drink more. And I'm trying to stay coherent for you guys. Um, <laughs> so I'm drinking this, John, in a session. And here's my only thing I would really say about this. Mm -hmm. If this was my beer, I imagine a lot of people would drink one, say meh, and move on. And I imagine the case I would make is sure, but if you drank 10 of them hanging out with your buddies, the eighth, ninth, and 10th would make the first seven worth it. Because I feel like this is going to stay in a lane and really drink why, well. Why over. does it always have to be 10 with you? Like, why can't it just be four? <laughs> I was a big fan of Europe growing up and I do everything in the decimal system. Uh, um, but, um, but do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, no, I, I feel like everything this thing kind of has here. If I just walk away from it, don't give it a chance really reveals itself on a session. 
You know what I mean? I just suspect I'd, I'd really fall in love with this. All right, John, I'll take it down to your level. Beer five. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, that's why this is one of those, whatever yeah. it may be. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mike, Travis, where are you guys drinking this? We're in the brew house. No, 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 no. In your life. If you have oh, in your, your life. Did, are you bringing did Justin send you notes about how the show works? I'm just curious. Have you met Justin? Hey, John. Yeah, you where, where are you, where you sipping this beer right now? I mean, I'm getting a lot of chocolate. Travis was actually thinking it might be a brown ale because there's a decent amount of chocolate in there. Mm. Um, so for me, that's like cozying up by a fire type thing. Um, not necessarily a summer crusher, but that's just me, I guess. I know, I'm drinking this in a in a pub out of a mug, and I'm watching soccer. There you go. I'm yeah. with you at that party. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is a session beer. It's a beer to be consumed more than one for sure. But it's but it but here's my only problem. It would have to be European soccer, not British soccer. Because it's giving me none of those ESBs. Right, There's no yeah. little bit of diacetyl. There's none of the classic British sessioning. It feels to me like it's a, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, we brought the dark, what's it called? You know how there's the two kinds of Dos Equis in the bodega? Right, yeah. It's like you bought the one on the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when the barky passes you light or dark, you say dark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Justino. So there is a light and dark version of this. This is from a Schilling Beer Company up in New Hampshire. This is Schilling? Like, Schilling, like yeah. the money? Schilling? Oh, these yep. are the guys that uh, created um, Resilience. Yeah, so they, this is the Land Beer Dunkel. There is a Land Beer regular version of this as well. And it is a 4.2% oh, oh, oh. yeah. dark water of Franconian origin. Uh, utilizing I said 4.2? Wait, yeah, I'm looking at the can now. Four two. Yeah, I can drink the fuck out of this. Yeah. <laughs> this is no. It says four seven on the can. God damn it, Justin. Untap says four two. Now so I'm in trouble. The can in front of me says four seven. Okay. Shout out of four seven. I'm not Justin, did you can, just though. did you just defer to Untap as an official anything? That's what I'm looking at. Oh, uh, we got a fight oh, now, son. Justin. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to Drownlands because all right, so. Box. So Travis, we've crossed paths many times. You used, to, you used to you used to brew down here, and then somehow you popped Saw up the light. on the on the on the New York side of the border. Do you guys farm anything? You're on a farm. Are you farming yet? We are not. The closest we get to anything like that is is kind of harvesting um, local microbes off of whatever pops up on our property. And do you then introduce them into your fooder? Do you have a dirty fooder? We have two dirty fooders, and That's we are fun. out of seven. Um, That's and fun. we're working on kind of growing up that that harvested micro program as we speak. I mean, we've only been making beer for what a, over a year, a little over a year. So that's that's yeah. I think I think I started making mixed ferments about six months in and i think i got around to bottling mixed ferments about seven years in so i think you're way I, ahead of me <laughs> yeah um, it was definitely on our mind to, to get started with that i know mike what, what about yarrow have you guys started thinking about oh my uh, god i brewed with yarrow 
Oh my god, a mud ad brewed with yarrow, guys. <laughs> I think he was talking yeah. about muggy, but I'm not. I mean, we'd like to start using a lot more local ingredients um, from local farms and, and produce providers. And yeah. We use as much local malt and hops as you can, but it's just, um, it's interesting. So one, we're not going to farm because we're brewers, not farmers. Farming is like a whole nother, obviously, animal, uh-huh. but we have, we're in a like super agricultural town. Like Warwick is like, there's this region, it's called the Black Dirt region. It's some of the richest soil in the country. So really you can grow anything here. So kind of our plan is more to partner with farmers, get them to grow things that we like to use, obviously stone fruits, um, berries, and let them do the farming and we'll do the brewing. But uh, yeah, so in short, we'll, we, we like using local ingredients, but we don't want to grow them ourselves. We like the collaborative nature more than we do the uh, actual growing. That makes sense. <laughs> um, that all makes, that's all fair. I get it, especially up there because there are great, um, there are great farms up there with neat stuff, but yep. I'm not kidding guys. And I'm sorry, you guys not being fans of the show probably don't know this, but Yarrow has been a haunting me thing forever on Monday. I brewed with Yarrow. So mission accomplished. I did it at another person's brewery, but either way. Anyway, um, so you said you have five clean fooders and two dirty. How much steel do you have? We have five uh, conical fermenters and two bright. And these are all 30s? What, how big is this? 15s. Like 15 we have all 15s. House, right? oh, okay. Yeah. So that's great. So one brew fills it. Um, What's the favorite thing you've done in a fooder that you think everybody should do in a fooder right now? Because I'm oh. learning I need a Pilsner fooder quickly. I think that's oh, yeah. a different question for, for both of us. I mean, for me, it was the the ESB we did in the fooder, but that's just because I'm I'm forever in search of the perfect ESB. And I, yeah. I think for Mike, it's probably our, our first Pilsner rare earth. Yeah. 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 So I got to give an honorable mention to a cool ship beer, which we just did this past week. And that went into a fooder. So that's one of our dirty fooders um that's that's obviously just a an amazing tradition i think the most authentic way of really like harvesting yeast from your property um so that beer although we won't see it for at least a year i'm pretty stoked on and yeah but rare earth is a beer that we kind of crank out so to speak we brew that usually in fooder number one and generally it's about a three month turn uh all new york pilsner and then new york crystal um and the hop, not the mole. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or, the <drug. laughs> or the drug. Let's face it, it is. Yeah, yes. sure, either one. <laughs> um, but yeah, super. It's just a super unique Pilsner. Um, the nice. the local malt we use has a little more bready character to it, a little more protein in it, so it's a little. It, it takes forever to clear up. It's yeah, slightly it hazy, um, but it's it's just a true representation of kind of New York Pilsner in my mind. I'm, I'm I've always wanted to have a New York Pilsner. Now, in in your brain, as the guy behind it, is that you wish it was a little more clear because of your own ambitions for perfection? Or is it uh, a needling from feedback you're getting? Because if you write Fooder Pilsner with New York grains on it, I never expect a clear Pilsner. You know what I mean? Like, right. In my brain, you're starting at Keller and maybe it clears up from there. Is that just you being an internal perfectionist or is that you being like, and then people say it's too hazy, even though it's where, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I I love it as it is. I think if you're going to like our brand is very much again like we we like to talk about how we brew beer that's unique mm. to the Droughtlands and we talk about the concept of terroir and using local ingredients. So, when you're brewing beer that's representative of your land, like you kind of have to take what's what it is, you know? So, can we get premium German Pilsner malt? and make a super clean pilsner absolutely and we've done it and we've done that in a food or two um but there's just something about like this is this is what mother earth gave us this is the malt and you know do we want to partner with our new york malsters and kind of inspire them for sure to try to hone their craft as much as as we try to hone our own craft um yes but I think at the end of the day, that's just part of the beauty of it is you, you, you want something unique. I mean, and if it does look a little bit different, that's, that's okay. And if, if people are alarmed by that, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. Good for Good for you. Fuck them yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we do also like to be, be able to read the newspaper or, through our beer though. So. Best food or Pilsner I've ever had. I don't like food or Pilsners. One star. And then Kennedy gets the ABV wrong. Um, <laughs> um so so you pick up travis so you move from a garagista nano brew system to a big ass farm system and you pick up travis at some point but mike you were brewing alone in your first iteration of life as a brewer and now you've added how did you guys come together what's the roles in the in the new business i i know how much work is involved in brewing 15 barrels of beer every 21 days. It sounds like pretty constant rotation from your plan. So how's that playing out between you guys? I mean, it's great. Uh, we, we still have a very small team. So Travis is my head brewer. And then we just brought in another New Jersey brewer, Brian uh, Dalek. Do I pronounce his last I should probably know I how to pronounce his last name. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> um, it's... From Kane. We call him Brian. Oh. Uh, Brian. That's a, that's a good thing to call. Sure, he listens to the show too. Yeah, oh. Brian's Brian's great too. So, but Brian just so started just, in the last wait, month. So you haven't picked off any of my brewers yet, right? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody else <laughs> has. Uh, it'd be fine if you were like, "Oh yeah, we have blah blah blah." I'd be like, "He brewed for me." Um, <laughs> no, that's. Uh, yeah, so I, I, should I should I not tell Mike I know you? Am I supposed to be giving you some jabs, or is Mike cool? No, I mean, I work with Mike, too, so... <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So Mike's, Mike's cool with all of it. Mm. Yeah, anyway, keep going. Started. So Yeah, so we have, we have a small team. Um, I Right now, my role primarily... I still wear a lot of hats just because we're a very young business. Like, we just opened our brew house... Or, sorry, excuse me, our tap room in Labor Day weekend of 2020. So, the fall of last year. So, this is actually, Ooh, like, our first bless, spring. This is our first summer. heart. Did anybody come? Uh, you know what? <laughs> we had a line out the door from day one, which was freaking awesome because with who, six feet of space, I hope. Yes, of course. But <laughs> it was just, I mean, fortunately we have two acres of licensed property outdoors. Oh, nice. So we're very, like people oh, tend good. to feel very safe here. Um, uh, yeah, they can make their own little hacky sack rings, right? Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I handle, I, I try to kind of have my hands in everything, so to speak. But mostly what I do is from day to day is I do the business, I do the sales, I do the inventory. And then I get to do the fun parts of the beer, which is tasting the 
awesome concoctions that these guys come up with. And I, you know, I help with the sensory side of stuff um, and designing portfolio and whatnot. But Travis does all the day-to-day brewing. He was, he was on his own for about a year and we, and I'm sure Travis is more happy than me. I'm super excited to have Brian, but Brian, uh, Travis has finally got some help. Um, but it's just those two guys in the brew house. So they do everything from, you know, brew to brew to package. Good so true. that's awesome. So yep. I guess we should talk about beer too, but I'm not enthused. So I'm going to stay on fooders. But you, um, you, don't, you don't like being uh, assaulted with high ABV and I'm not quite sure what else is in this aside from a lot of booze. There's a ton of booze. There's a lot of booze and it's there's a so we're gonna talk about beer too. I was gonna ask about CIPing the fooders. What kind is are they fooder crafter new with fins? Blah 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 blah. But I guess bashing beer too is more fun, so I'll do that. Um oh boy, but I'm not here to praise Caesar. It's definitely a booze bomb, which is fine. And it's definitely trying to have some spicy phenolic, but somehow it's all overrun by this sour sheep's milk yogurt thing. Ooh. That. Now that you've said it. Yeah. Like, so. Sour sheep's milk yogurt? What? Yeah, dude. Go go to your. I'm not drinking it, so I don't know. Find the green pint of yogurt with the black sheep on it that's in every, you know, market on the East Coast. Mm Mm-hmm. It tastes like they cultured the yeast off that, not because it's got this interesting yeast. It's like they accidentally dumped a quart of that into a barrel of beer. And I'm not sure if it's intentional or unintentional. I'm not sure if it's supposed to somehow be brightening it up or not brightening up, but it's like it's pushing a sweetness while also destroying a sweetness. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like it wants to be a sweet beer, and then that sour thing makes it not be a sweet beer, and then I'm left with, oh, there's some yeast. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a cocktail, trying, though, man. I, I don't know if this is trying to be a sweet beer or not. Like there's there's these like rustic elements to it that I can't quite put my finger on, and then there are these there, there's like these intangible fruity esters to it. Like yeah, I can't quite figure out like what it do you is, not get that weird not that it's a sour beer it's, it's but that a, weird it's, sour it's, feeling there is which is tang. what's confusing everything i'm looking for there is a tang on the back of my tongue like where yeah. the you know like where your tongue connects to your you know throat i guess and you know like that i whole, think it's called your tongue okay but you know <laughs> it's towards the back is what i'm saying yeah. uh it, where it, it is like there's a tang that's coming off of it that um but the booze on this is just like I, I I don't hate it, but I just like it's there, there's just so if we much pull the label off on. this can and it says, you know, New Hampshire barley wine cultured with sheep's milk yogurt yeast, I'll be like, <laughs> you fucking nailed it! Like, damn it, good job. But if we pull the label off this and it says West Coast IPA, I'm gonna be bummed. Oh no! This is what, this is That's quite a spread. Yeah. No, th- th- this strikes me as it's something trying to be farmhouse esque, or some really? sort of really, yeah. Because there, there's like this like rustic who, ma- who makes a thirteen percent saison? I fuck up, I, the United States of America these days. That's um, right. Okay, my ba- my bad. Now I got to go make one. 
Um, the brewery does, right? So, so this, do. this is actually, do. yeah. You guys, what do you guys yeah, think? What, yeah, John and I will. Take Should we talk about the color, or just about the sensory experience? Well, we sensory can't see experience. color. We don't know. I can see so the I color, but this beer is up my alley because I'm like a huge Belgian beer person, and so I'm definitely getting Belgian beer right off the bat. I'm tasting the same thing you guys are tasting in terms of boozy. So probably, probably a triple what kind of Belgian. Um, oh, so you think this? Yeah, is I think it's a triple. Um, but I just don't think it's a super, and you, you mentioned the phenolics at the beginning too. I just don't think it's a super expressive, uh, Belgian beer, but I mean, me and Travis it's, looked at each other right up right away and got that, that yeah. Belgian nose. Um, do you get the yogurt thing I'm getting? Maybe I, I just gotta, when you say it, I can think about it a little bit, but there, there are some more issues with it for me that it, I get a lot of the, the phenolics. I get a lot of bubble gum. I get a lot of esters, but there's a coppery blood penny thing going on in the yep, aroma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's bothering me a little bit because it doesn't it doesn't translate properly to the to the flavor of the beer. Now that you're saying triple, I can see it as like that clovey side of the bubblegum sure. world. I didn't yeah, have my that brain on hadn't my own been going read. there for that. But now yeah, so if we're if we are in Belgium, you think this is somebody's Duval Club? I, I, I it's hard to say. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be disparaging because if somebody says, Oh, this is our Duval Club, like I want to send them back to Siebel. But if they're saying, yeah. like, this is, <laughs> this is this is our interpretation of what we like in a Belgian strong ale, I, all right, you think it's a quad? No, but ju- I'm, I'm just saying. I like, don't get any special beer. No, no, no. I'm not raisin saying or I'm saying I'm saying strong ale, just in the in the sense that if it if it is Belgian in root and uh, or intent, but th- there's no masking the ABV on this, and that's what I just can't get past. Like it is right. on the retro nasal, it's everywhere. And but if the but again, can we agree that if it says New Hampshire barley wine? It's if okay it's a, to be hot. I hope this isn't a barley wine either, to be honest. <laughs> Listen, we it's can hot. agree that if this says New Hampshire barley wine, you know, we're going to have a whole string of shows where Justin's going to get us every Farmhouse, New Hampshire barley, New Hampshire wine, barley maker. wine maker. Yeah. All right, right. So let's move on. We're, we're being mean to a beer for no good reason, and we're not talking about Drown. I'll let so. you guys unveil it. I hope this is... <laughs> Oh, Who's peeling? Hold on, bitch. let me get it. You let me get it. Bitch. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh man, don't say it until Augie sees it. Augie's oh, gonna no. be so mad. Augie's gonna be so <laughs> fucking mad. So there's marshmallows in it. <laughs> what is this it? Is Augie? Bolero snort. Oh god. Sorry guys. Scott Wells. I actually <laughs> just had this on a blind ABV? panel and, and didn't mind it. What's the so. what is the ABV? Nine nine seven. It's nine, their nine, it's Bob and Scott's third anniversary Belgian triple. Rebrew Wait, for they've been ABV. together a they've been a lot they've been together a lot longer than three years. Is well, this I think, a three year old beer? Rebrew I think for brick and mortar. Yeah. Oh. Mon- mon- monogamous with each other for three years. Right, <laughs> right. For sure. Yeah, they're no, no, not cheating on each other. They went exclusive three years ago. Toro. I think it means cow. That's it's, a, it's got the it's even got a bull pun in the name so it's better i mean yeah. contractually i think they have to do that that's in their business plan yeah. right exactly. um, just oh, so you God. know business plans aren't contracts i'm living proof um uh, well oh boy i, I stepped so, away good job guys did, did we get the fruit loop yes. version or the lucky charms version <laughs> <sighs> 
So, I mean, your yogurt thing makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> you think that's just Scott Wells sweat? <laughs> Do Bob and Scott listen to this show? No, they, they're like our favorite guests. I adore those guys. <laughs> I mean, I, we, we talk about them every week. So I think that just on purpose for their own mental health, they don't listen right. to us anymore. Yeah. But we adore beer. Bob and Scott. Like they're, they're some oh, yeah. of my favorite brewers. Oh, yeah. And I mean, hanging out with I, them is, is unparalleled. Yeah. But like I also it, love their enthusiasm and, and commitment to their better one. That's true. That's true. But they That's a good are, point, they, John. I, I, who believe in going pot committed on a, this is who we are, this is what we do. I don't think anybody's been more true to the fun. I think Bob and Scott saw potential for a lot of fun in brewing, and they fucking nail it. Yeah. And I, I wish I loved this beer, though. I like I love I love that they did a triple for their third anniversary too. That's that's a that's a fun little thought. That's, yeah, uh, good on them. I'll save the original bottle to share with you guys when you come up to uh, the lake. I have a bottle from the first time that they brewed it. Many. All right, many somebody many bring an axe so we can get the wax off. Wait, you have you have you, you keep <laughs> bottles in the house there, Cass? Yes, yes, I do. All right, let's move on. So let's go back to you guys. So year in, you opened in the middle of COVID with Alliance. So you're 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 doing fine. Um, and I, I guess, so let's go back to those fooders. That's what I want to talk about. So are they finned? Are they cleaning bald? Are they fresh off of fooder crafters? Are you, you know, Oh yeah, what, they're definitely fooder crafters. They're the best right. in the business. Right. On. Um, yep. So we got them heavy steam, medium toast. Um, okay. and All so, the same. yeah, yeah. They're horizontal. Okay. Yep. They're stacked oh. on top of each other. I didn't and then that. that's fun. And yeah, it's greens. great. Yep. Yep. So a row okay. of four and a row of three. And then we have two of them that have cold plates in them. So that's where we do our lagering. And that's the lagering. Yeah. Yep. I bought so, two with cold plates in them for that kind of foolery. And he immediately was like, no, I want to make sours. So now the cold plates just sit there doing nothing. Um, but yeah, that's fuck. That's cool. When All right, you guys so, were saying earlier, though, just on the on the fooder thing, that you normally put uh, your pills into fooder one. Mm-hmm. You all ordered them the same way. Have you seen a change in them over the over the course of the year, where you now have an idea of when you're coming up with something new that you might want to throw it in one fooder over another because of how it's just evolved over its time at the brewery. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So, like, obviously, our first batch of pretty much all of them, they were oaky. Like our first, yeah. our first yeah. batch of rare, quickly oaky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, medium f- char on a pilsner is gonna fucking chardonnay your ass in five days, right? Not five days. I mean, the first five <laughs> days is fermenting, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think our first turn was probably six weeks. And okay. that was actually a little too oaky for us. So we actually blended in a small amount of clean Pilsner into that. Mm-hmm. Um, the second batch, we didn't need to do that. And now we're on probably batch five, or, yeah, four or five of rare earth. Cool. And it's, it's not that it's neutral. You're still getting a ton of oak character, but it's not that immediate fresh oak burn that we had. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously that's a factor that, that you want to consider. And then the other big thing is what are, what are we brewing in that, that, food or prior like we did a beer sometimes it's sometimes we use it to our advantage and sometimes we just try to clean it out but like we did a saison recently called um rural night which 
we co-fermented on, well, actually we did carbonic maceration. And then co-fermented on the, on co the fermenting grapes. Correct. Ooh. Yeah. So we had a bunch of re residual red grape in the fooder. So we're like, oh, that would be awesome to follow up with a Brett Saison because you get that beautiful, like Brett tends to give us a lot, the, at least the strain of Brett that we use gives us a lot of like that kind of berry. Yeah. Like blueberry skin. Oh, cool. Punk. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, obviously we consider what was in that tank before and sometimes we make that a key part of the next beer going in there. And then of course it's a consideration if it's a mixed culture beer. Um, we want to be conscious of what we're putting in after that. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the fun of brewing in Oak, right? I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an art and we're, we're, we're still, I think we could brew into Oak for another 50 years and not have the same beer, which is pretty, pretty fun and exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Kennedy, you got a letter? Sorry, I don't have a letter. No one's written this recently. What? <clears throat> All right, then I'm going to ask my, my next question. In my mix of eight beers from you guys, like I said, I started with Slow River last night um, because I wanted to change a pace. But which of them would you would you have me open next? Where's your Where's your heart lie? What'd you send? I'm pretty sure I sent Spring Terra, which um, I had to send to John because he he had that batch number one and. Apparently, actually, I think you guys had it on the show on, well, maybe you did. I don't know, but, um, that's our most recent double IPA and, okay. oh, that's the beer that I loved last year. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. John, and these I guys just killed house. it this year. I'll tell you all about them. Oh, yep. S send me um, pictures when I'm feeling really low so I can go lower, happen. Augie. You know, that's going to happen. Anyway, um, I have a black lager, a fooder, two fooder oh, saisons. Yeah. The other one's called Thryfala? Thryfala? Thryfala, yeah. Okay. And then I've got that double IPA that I now know I have to drink and text to John all afternoon. So all thank you for afternoon. that. There's nothing I like better than trolling John when I'm drinking double IPAs. Yeah, there's. Um, anyway, yeah, so tell me about them. Which one would you have me try next? You should. I would. I would do. Yeah, I would do Soir next, just on a fresh palate. Like make that your first beer tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and well, really enjoy it. I mean, that was, today. so that's a, that's a black lager that was uh, fermented in the fooder. And a, and a lot of times when we do the pale lagers or the pilsners in the fooder, the oak picks up a little bit more with the black lager, the malt character blends really nicely with it. So it's not kind of beating you over the head. It's, it's just adding to the experience in a, in a different way. Nice. That's definitely well, going to be my interest. I'm really angry. Yeah, and then Spring Terra, that, that's the second batch we did of that beer, and and uh, we upped the dry hop and up the hopping rates in the kettle. And I think I think John's going to be jealous that you have that because it's even. Better. I am no, I'm 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 furious at UPS right now for uh, damaging the box and sending it back to you. So yeah, you know that just means he drank it on the truck, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're getting that box back. <laughs> you know, nobody ever gets the box back, John. Well, all I know is that I didn't get it, and that I'm supremely disappointed but right. i'll find a way to soldier on I'm right. it's, a, well, it's okay john i don't i don't get beers either so you know oh, oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. it's like yes. you're just womp, gonna, you're just womp. gonna trade them anyway <laughs> um all right so let's tie it all up congratulations on making a list with two breweries i now know i love 
um un seed so now we I brewed with them there. yesterday just so you know Augie. is that right you guys did yeah well, i went down there yesterday and we brewed up an ipa and they're coming up in two weeks three weeks to do a, a saison oh that's fun i so yeah i i want to brew with him he's he seems like he's just i don't know it's such a pain in the ass these days finding time in tanks but i i liked i like him is he as fun as as he seemed on the show yeah sean, sean and amanda are great i've known them a long time and, and they're awesome. just uh they're a lot of fun. That's great. Well, cool. Definitely, definitely save some of that Saison and mail it to me and tell John you mailed it to him. And, <laughs> and I will. What? That's how it works, buddy. No, man. That's, that's, that's not... where the art is. Anyway, congratulations Awful. on that. I think it's really neat. And I do kind of hate that you're making me think I have to take USA Today's beer writing seriously. <laughs> um, that that does bum me out, but I am a guy who's happy to be wrong. And if I've misjudged USA's beer palette and they're good at it, I'll add them to my list of people to pay attention to. Um, thank you for that. And congratulations on here. And thank congratulations on at least getting your beers into Justin's bodega, because so far yeah. we've been nothing but impressed. Um, and thanks for joining us. Uh, Patreons. This episode is brought to you by you. So thank you. Keep that up. Uh, Cass, tell them how to give us money. Yes, if you would like to donate us like all our patroons and patreons, um, patroon.com. Oh, no, patreon.com. <laughs> patreon.com is where they trust the patroons. <laughs> those, those pennies and dollars, they go a long way. It helps us uh, get Mike and Travis beers as well as many other guests. Uh, follow us on all the platforms at Steal This Beer. Please write us. You know, you're yeah, like trying to troll all year, John. Steal this beer podcast at gmail. All they're doing is embarrassing Kennedy and see what we're drinking <laughs> on Untapped. Toast us up, see the cans, bottles sometimes, and all that fun stuff. Sometimes, uh, Mike, Mike, and Travis, where can they find you guys? At the Drownlands, <laughs> up, at, we're up in Warwick. I mean, we we get a little bit of beer out there, but the best place to experience our beer is is right up here in Warwick. We're not too far from New Jersey, guys. <laughs> very cool Hop, skip, awesome. thank you for joining us thank you for joining yeah. us and thank you for the beers i will come back after i make call crazy for 24 hours and and say thank you <laughs> um anyway y'all get at us thanks for coming on guys cheers thanks for having cheers. us cheers, cheers.